This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Show for your hump day here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment tomorrow at the fair and through the end of the fair, our amazing broadcast location is the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater's stage. So we thank them for their support. Also, uh, Patio Town is going to give you an opportunity to sign up and win some lovely patio furniture. Look for us at the State Fair, our building on Underwood, just south of Rendell. There you go. Straight up from the Butterfly House and the Midway Men's Association. The Kitty Midway. The Kitty Midway. That's the one that a lot of people relate to. Yes. Okay, so we've got three trailers posted for your pleasure today. Mm -hmm. We've got um, Bombshell, which is the movie that uh, Charlize Theron is playing Megyn Kelly. Margot Robbie is in it. Nicole Kidman's playing Gretchen Carlson. Mm -hmm. No sign of Roger Ailes in the trailer, because that's what the the movie's about, and that's he's being played by John Lithgow. Uh Anyway, the trailer, not a lot of talking, but there's a lot of facial prosthetic and wigs, and man, (laughs) does Charlize Theron look like Megyn Kelly or what? Like identical. You have to go to our show page and see it. It's it's identical. (sighs) I just can't even believe, because her nose is different. I mean, how they made her look like so much like Megan Kelly. It's going to follow Megan Kelly and Gretchen Carlson. And Gretchen started the lawsuit that basically brought Roger Ailes to his knees. Yes, and then Megan uh, Kelly came aboard. And Margot Robbie is playing a composite character of like three different Fox anchors. News anchors. That's mm-hmm. what's going on. But it was it was a tense trailer just watching oh. it with no words. They're so, getting on an elevator and it looks like they're going to HR. Two, go, two get off and go in one direction and someone else goes in an opposite. Yeah, it does a, uh, a fantastic job of reminding us that a powerful media monster was taken down by the concentrated efforts of uh, an outspoken woman or two. I can't wait to see this. I can't either. Now, this is so much more interesting than that Roger Ailes thing they did on Showtime. Uh, yeah, yeah. this voice yeah, on Showtime. with Russell Crowe. It just mm-hmm. looked horrible. This is about the women. Yes. That one was about the making. Well, that was a completely different story because oh, it was yeah, about it was the making story. of Fox. Yeah, but yeah. it was like, that was, who wants to watch that? I didn't. Nobody. I tried. No one. I tried. No one wanted to watch yeah. it. Yeah, couldn't do it. Uh, also, Ad Astra, Brad Pitt, the second trailer for his... Uh, Mars outer space movie. Uh, Donnie posted that. I can't. I can't get a handle on. It. I got more excited. The movie for looks it. beautiful, but I don't know if it's a space thriller, a, a drama, an action movie, all of the above. I have oh, no yeah. idea. I'm still confused. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I just, I there's something about Brad Pitt. He looks old in this movie. I don't Older, care. Yeah, he looks beautiful. 
Duh. Yeah, I really? don't care, Lori. I right. don't care. I will take him any way possible. Uh, all right. Well, I just want you to know, Us Weekly is reporting that Brad, uh, this is the cover of Us Weekly, where Scientology is in big trouble. That's the the big front picture of it. And um, it's got Tom Cruise front and center. And it says the media is no longer afraid of Scientology, which they used to tiptoe around. And then up in the corner, Brad... A strange from Maddox. We've known that, Lord. haven't we? Yes, we. Have. Yeah, I That's feel no like news. It, 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 it. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like uh, it. Just they gathered it from bits and pieces here and there, and just made up a story to throw it in yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like that whole just. I I just feel like that whole storyline is so sad. Y- yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, we've known about this. It yep. just doesn't really surprise. It might take a while for them to mend the fences. If they do. Yeah, if they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the other one that uh, we Donnie posted was the Scarlett Johansson Adam Driver in a new movie called Marriage Story, which looks utterly heartbreaking. It, oh, I watched it. It's like, oh. And it's scored to different versions of I've Been Loving You. Yeah, it's the Otis Redding song. I've Been mm-hmm. Loving You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I... I thought we should talk, and I don't know how to start. Which, whenever anyone says we need to have a talk, you we just talked like, about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Marriage Story is going to be a Netflix that'll be out. In I, October. I, for some reason, I didn't watch it, but I read what you just read, Laurie, mm-hmm. and it just sounds so heartbreaking, heart wrenching. It reminded me of the movie that I'm going to forget: Kramer vs. Kramer. Oh. oh. Remember how that just made you? I've got a little vintage scandal for you about Kramer versus Kramer today. That's funny. Are you serious? No, I'm not even kidding you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, because because the, the title and everything, it just because it just looked like it's going to rip your heart out. It just reminded me of how much I cried at Kramer versus Kramer all those years ago. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. All right, good. I'm glad. I didn't know, Lori. Then we have a dark turn of a movie poster or a movie <laughs> thing, and that's a Guillermo del Toro. And the last we saw him, he did the Oscar-winning Shape of Water, which is a weird fairy tale. That, that no one liked. Well, didn't he just come out with scary stories to tell in the dark? Is yeah, it, that's, that's true. That's, that's his, true. That's right? his. Well, now here's a teaser trailer for his horror movie called Antlers. Carrie Russell is in it from the Americans, and she's a small-town schoolteacher, and this young boy is reading a scary story as Carrie is listening. And the trailer includes images of a cabin with blood-splattered floors, otherworldly creatures, and Carrie screaming in her car. Yeah, that just sounds awful. That sounds great. <laughs> it looked good. I can't think of anything like that it. sounds It looked good to me, awful. too. It looked good. Okay, so <laughs> no, here. It just sounds awful. Then we'll go to a lighter note. So on Monday night, the VMAs on MTV are coming are going to be on. And um, John Travolta, Billy Ray Cyrus, Lenny Kravitz are some of the presenters. People performing. Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes, Taylor Swift, Jonas Brothers, Lizzo. Boy, is performing. Eyeballs on this. Yeah, the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team members are going to present. Lindsey Vaughn's going to present. So uh, we found out, maybe we knew before, but uh, Sebastian, how do you say his name? Uh, Mankulsko? Man, Mankulsko. Let's just call him Sebastian. Yeah, Man-Kulsko. Sebastian. Anyway, he is a guy, people have gotten familiar with his comedy at a very successful 
comedy special was on HBO or Netflix? I think it was Netflix. I almost. But he's also in the movies that we've seen. Yeah, he was in the Green Book. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And you, you know, you recognize him. So here he is on um, CBS this morning. Um, This is his first hosting job, and it's an interesting choice because he's older. I, but I think that maybe the young people have resonated and saw his comedy special. Right. So here we are. Let's play the first one. So Sebastian's getting ready for his first gig as his award show host at the MTV Video mm. Music Awards next week. It's a big first for you, Mr. Maniscalco. Yes, it is. And uh, I am uh, very, very excited and a little concerned just because this is a I've never hosted anything before. And uh, this is also not your target demographic. Yeah, this is like millennial. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my audience is, you know, sometimes they need some help getting into the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, Sebastian, when they announced you, they said, we are thrilled to have the incredibly talented Sebastian Maniscalco, this year's VMA host. Sebastian is on fire right now and his comedic spin on relatable topics will make this year's show truly unforgettable so what do you think when they first said and the host is sebastian maniscalco what do you think the reaction was to your name? uh well the reaction was that probably three million teenagers were gonna google who is sebastian maniscalco exactly. yeah. so uh yeah it's it's a different audience for me and I are like you worried that. about that yeah i mean yeah. it's like listen I, I if i'm not worried something's wrong there you go. I, I mean, agree. I like his wry, dry sense yeah. of humor in this. Uh, let's play the next one talking about, did the producers give him any advice about what Did they to give do? you any advice on how to approach this? Um, just to the camera, the play to the camera, not really the audience, because there's a lot of movement. People are sitting down. People right. are getting up. So I'm going right to the That's not what you typically home. do. Yeah. I play to the audience. Uh, we'll see. You know, this is going to be, uh, uh, again, different for me. So it's all going to be kind of like a work in progress. But, but you've played Madison square garden yeah but this is different this is music this is like i don't really know a lot about music i you know i, I know it from afar <laughs> have you been studying then i've been studying i just found out who normani is yeah. <laughs> um and i don't even know i'm gonna be googling that when i go <laughs> so yeah i've been doing a lot of research so I, I i know i know music but i don't know the inner workings i don't know the feuding who's got beef with who yes but i'm finding all this out as because I, I don't think they had a host last no, year. I think, I think it was he's going to be great. You know, he's in the Irishman that is going to be coming yes. out. He's got him talking about oh, that. Oh, is he talking yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll display the one where he talks about going to the Oscars. You were in uh, Green Book, which won the Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's Green Book. They win the Academy Award, and you're there. Yeah. So I'm thinking this has got to be a memorable night for you. No. First, not so memorable? No, not not at all. Uh, first of all, I had a fight for a ticket. I got what they call a pity ticket. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I received the ticket, and I, and I went to the, uh, the Internet to see where it was. Third balcony, last row. And I'm like, okay, this is not looking good. Yeah. I get picked up in what normally comes is like an S. SUV to yeah. pick. I get a Hyundai four door. Nothing against the Hyundai, <laughs> yes. but uh, not really Oscar worthy. <laughs> yes. And then I get there, and uh, I'm so far up. I decide, you know what? I'm going to watch the Oscars from the lobby. I have a couple pops of champagne or what have you. And so as I'm walking down, I'm in a nice tuxedo. I got my tuxedo shoes. 
boom, I'm I'm rolling down steps, <laughs> falling down stairs because they're so at the Oscars, right? And now as I'm falling, I'm just I'm hearing people go, "Oh my God, a seat filler just fell down the stairs." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was cracking up. Well, here he is talking about his yeah. role in the Scorsese movie, The Irishman. You're in another forthcoming, a, a much anticipated film, The Irishman, the Scorsese yeah. film. You play Crazy Joe Gallo, mm-hmm. who's a sort of notorious New York mobster. Um, how did you, you how did you audition for that part? So they gave me an option, either go to New York or uh, send in from L.A. And I sent in, uh, or, or I actually came here to, to New York to audition. And I walked in and they're like, this is looking great for you. <laughs> Martin really likes what you do. And that's all you have to tell me that I'm like a shoe in. And I go the opposite way. I start unraveling. Yeah. Right? Yes. I'd rather have them tell you got to work for this. <laughs> yes. And then I'm ready. But if yes. you tell me I got it, forget yeah. it. How was that your audition go? Yeah. Audition was awful uh-huh. in my eyes. So uh-huh. they gave me another shot. They're like, listen, take the notes that the casting director is going to oh, give you. The notes. Uh-huh. And, then, and then put it on tape and then send it in. And then I sent it in, and that's the tape they ended up showing. He might be a good host. Oh, I think he will be. Yeah, and, and I'm just going to yeah, say like something about the three of those guys they on They were CBS. gushing over him. Okay, but they're so funny. Yesterday, um, Gail couldn't see, because she didn't wear glasses, she yeah. couldn't see the monitor. Oh. She goes, cameraman, you need to move the camera closer, please. This is during our stuff. They crack up all the time. I kind of am liking those three together. Yeah, they're gelling. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're very up. like, whatever. We just are working hard and trying it. But if I can't see, you got to bring it to yeah, me. Yeah, that's, that's cute. And all they right. say each other's lines and say, that was my line. They're cute. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I did obviously watch them this morning. Mm-hmm. Get little Sebastian. We'll be right back with uh, Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. It's Wednesday, our last day in the studio for a while. Before craziness. Mm-hmm. It is. So we will enjoy our central air conditioning while we can, but it's going to be a delightful day tomorrow at the Minnesota State Fair. 75, partly cloudy. Please come and see us mm-hmm. on Underwood Street. Um, oh my gosh, the juicy details about this Larry King divorce. It is, uh, we talked about this yesterday in the Dirt Alert that Larry King filed for divorce from his wife, Sean King. They've been married for 22 years. And yesterday, the story was that Larry King was urged to file for divorce from his wife, Sean, by his two adult children. That he has with Sean. Yeah, that he has. She's the mom. But they were saying, hey, mom is trying to uh, mess with your financials a little bit. Not only your financials, but our financials. And, uh, you know, whatever kind of arrangements you have, she's trying to mess with this. You need to get a divorce from mom because she's going to mess everything up. Well, the story was yesterday that Larry King listened to his sons and so then filed for divorce. But, I mean, the Daily Mail has all of these details. (laughs) Larry King called his toxic marriage... Uh, called time out on this toxic marriage by yelling, I'm not going to die married to that woman. She's, <laughs> she's gone. So Daily oh Mail reporting that Larry hit the roof and filed for divorce after discovering Sean tried to meddle with his estate while he was seriously ill in the hospital following a heart attack. He had that heart attack back in April. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And friends and family feared that he, Larry King wouldn't make it. It was that severe. He's 85 years old, by the way. And uh, apparently... Tensions in the relationship reached a breaking point between Larry King and Sean when Sean presented Larry King with legal documents that would give her rights over their property and negatively impact their two adult sons, Cannon and Chance. Cannon's 19, Chase is 20 years old, so they're pretty young still. And uh, apparently... She wasn't expecting Larry King to recover, but then he made an incredible recovery. <laughs> oh, shoot. She's oh, saying. shoot. And he returned home. And after Larry King returned home after his heart attack earlier this year, he soon discovered the full extent of what Sean was trying to do. His sons were really mad. Other members were, of the family were really mad and pleaded with Larry King to end the marriage. And he did just that. Uh, he cited irreconcilable differences. The date of separation was June 6, 2019. So shortly after how, he got home. I just want to say how evil of her. You know, who the hell knows what kind of relationship that these two knuckleheads have had. Remember, this is his eighth marriage because well, he got married and divorced. Of t- yes. Well, sources at the Daily Mail say the marriage between Larry King and Sean King had been a sham for over 10 years, sleeping in separate bedrooms. She I constantly mean, cheats and the relationship does. was she toxic. Does. She's also like 28 years younger. I, I mean, you. uh, this is such a big age difference. I mean, she, she's he's the same age basically as your dad. I mean, and, and it, she's like your age. I, it's such a big difference. Well, How do you have a romantic relationship? Well, it's called money grab on her part and, but and trophy wife for, on his yeah, part. I guess. I don't know. I, he's never started. been in the news so much. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> Not the, for a long time, right, right. although he still has a show, doesn't he? Uh, like an somewhere. online show? It's somewhere. Yeah. He's been, you know, and you were t- citing earlier in the show, Lori, the net worth of Larry King. He's and got, He's got a lot of money. Yeah. He had that show on CNN for, for like 25 years, years. Mm-hmm. and it was an iconic, great it. show. You still I, see people referencing yep. clips yes, of famous it. people who've been on that show. You'll see something, somebody die, they'll reference the Larry King interview. He had a lot of good guests yeah, and a did. lot of in-depth mm-hmm. interviews. Now, this source, I will say, you were wondering why were they married for 22 yeah. years? Well, the Daily Mail source says that the marriage between Larry and Sean lasted so long because Larry also had a fear of being alone and enjoyed having an attractive younger woman on his arm. All so, right. of course, his, yeah, it, it, was it benefited. She was his trophy wife and she was his pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was, they both won. Yeah. She kind of looked like Vanna White. Kind of, Lori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. So that's really messy over there. All right. Uh, let that maybe be a lesson to those of you who I will want not to die married to that woman. <laughs> oh my I God. love that. Well, yeah. And then, oh, by the way, over on TMZ. So this was the Daily Mail. TMZ. I'm pretty sure that Sean King is using uh, TMZ as her mouthpiece. The headline over here 
Sean King, I'm not going to fight a dying man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. She, headlines. Oh, I'm being so kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm being so kind by uh, mm-hmm. leaving my husband. Okay, so we'll move on from that old mess to a little bit of mess over here. Uh, concerning Ryan Phillippe, now he is accused oh, of dear. assaulting his former girlfriend, Elsie Hewitt. She sued him for a million dollars in damages, alleging he pushed her down a flight of stairs twice while hurling expletives at her as she attempted to leave the house back in 2017. We kind of remember this mm-hmm, case. I this do. won't go away. This won't go away. And now Ryan Phillippe has asked a judge to block his ex-wife, Reese Witherspoon, uh, from testifying about their divorce in the case, insisting the information is completely irrelevant to the current proceedings. So he doesn't it, want Reese it, to be involved. Except if she can testify that he has this physical. Tennessee. And we saw how mad he got when you called him Reese Witherspoon's husband backstage at the SAG. The year walked the line one. Behind the curtains. It and was Julie really goes, bad. Oh, oh, look, it's Ryan Phillippe's husband. And he stopped. I said, it's, oh, look, it's Reese Witherspoon's husband. husband. And he stopped and he turned and he said, It's Ryan Phillippe. And we were <gasps> like, We're like, Oh boy, that marriage is not long for this world. He was so angry he about was, it. And he Crash was. had won that night. Yes. Which it was, was a in. real super angry and it weird, was walk the line. Oh, it was terrible. it was a weird moment. We were just like we immediately were like prickly going. This and is, Reese looks so cute in that dress that night. And he seemed mean about yeah, it. Mm. So I wonder if he is worried that she. Why will didn't get he just pay questions. her off? Why didn't he just pay her? Well, the maybe she doesn't want to be paid off. Maybe she wants justice. How about that? Fine. Okay, there you go. Well, you know what? If your spidey senses were tingling about Ryan Phillippe, really completely were. trust you guys on that. Oh. When somebody shows themselves like that, then you mean can... people we cannot handle. Yeah, people and we just looked at each other. And we're like, why is he so bitter about being called Reese Witherspoon's husband? He should be proud of her. Oh my gosh! At, at, and they ego. broke up like it's ego. It's year. ego. It's ego. It's ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ego is such a yeah. scary, scary. Scary okay. character trait. Yeah. Now a judge has yet to rule on his request, so we don't know whether or not the judge. And will she rule probably on doesn't want to be involved in no. his mess either. But of still, course not. You can see where her people. He's the mother of their children, yeah. father of their two children. I know. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of Reese Witherspoon, Deacon and Ava. Mm-hmm. And they're adorable. Yeah, they are. She's a young adult off in college. I don't remember where she goes. Maybe Berkeley. But she's uh, shilling for Amazon Prime for their dorm room uh, accessories. I digress. Okay. Reese Witherspoon uh, on Instagram. Well, you know, she's very active on Instagram. And uh, she posted an inspirational quote to her Instagram page this week. Oh, gosh. The inspirational quote was from Faye Dunaway. Oh, <laughs> Here's the quote. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops, social media coordinator get fired today? Oh, uh, maybe, or at least they, uh, maybe uh, we're asked to take a day off. Here's the quote. Luck plays a part, sure, but to be successful, you must have iron discipline. You must have energy, hunger, and desire, and honesty. And sharp Is she the only person in Hollywood who hasn't heard about how horrible they done and away Maybe is. that is so true, Lori. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Whoa. Slapping people, pulling people's hair, calling them names, throwing salads throwing on the salads. floor. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, well, that's kind of funny. It is. I'm glad. She, did she take it down? She took it down. Oh, all yeah. right. I all right. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. Vintage this scandal, scandal involving Mary Louise Streep today. Oh, and tell why? Me. Because somebody has put pen to paper, not Merrill, mm-hmm. but we have a new book coming out September 24th. Pen to paper, not Merrill. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. called Queen Merrill, the Iconic Roles 
heroic deeds and legendary life of Meryl Streep. So, I mean, would we not agree she's the most celebrated actress well, of the past 40 years? And yes. rightly so. Yeah. She's a um, 60 feature She can films, transform herself into anything. 60 films, 21 Academy Award nominations. And so some of the things that we uh, learn from this book are kind of interesting. Okay. So um, it was uh, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, his crude behavior in Merrill's college years that pre- prepared her for when she later starred in Kramer vs. Kramer in 1979, and that would bring her her first Oscar win. Mm-hmm. Um, and he introduced himself to Merrill when she first met him. She met him, she was auditioning for a play he was directing on Broadway. Oh, wow. And she was a student at Yale School of Drama. It was the mid-1970s. And how he introduced her, her himself to her was by burping and grabbing her boob. Oh. And, That's attractive. Yeah. And, of course, uh, um, the thing is, when she then did Kramer versus Kramer, and she was just so shy, Like, people are shocked, just didn't know what to do. She didn't get the part in his thing, but when he had his unscripted vision of dramatic effect for the movie in Kramer versus Kramer, she, I think, has talked on record about this when all of the allegations about Dustin Hoffman came up. Mm-hmm. He slammed her in the face mm-hmm. and whispered the name of John Cazale in her ear, and he was her uh, guy who she was in the deer hunter with. He passed away. Passed away. Yeah, she was in love with him. Oh. She was in love with him. He was the him. love of her life, and then he passed away very early. And that's how he got her to, like, that fight scene that they had in the oh, hallway. Right. Uh-huh. And Did uh, she tell him to do that? Uh, well, he he never he never did it again. She let him know, because I think she had to slap him in the face, and she yep. didn't do a movie slap. She gave a real slap. And he never pushed her around again, and his... Ugly behavior caught up with him just a couple of years ago yes, after the did. Me Too movement, and he attributed it to being a flirt, and that he just did that as a way to loosen up his fellow actors mm-hmm. by just burping. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, what Meryl stated at the time, a couple of years ago, was what Dustin Hoffman really wants to do is, is give birth, but he's still glad he's got a penis. <laughs> that was her comment. <laughs> I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> And I guess her sharp personality hasn't changed much as far as she's very direct from when she was growing up in Bernardsville, New Jersey. Um, and uh, uh, so acting was her her thing all from like a young age. She knew that she wanted to be an actress. Her first big role was the age of six. She was the Virgin Mary in the Streep living room. Okay. <laughs> and she wrapped her mother's half slip around her head and held her Betsy Wetsy doll and fell into a trance of holiness that spread to her siblings. Oh my okay. Gosh. Her brother was Joseph. Her sister was a barnyard animal. Mm-hmm. And she, in high school, she was homecoming queen. Her senior year. She's absolutely beautiful if you look at those pictures. Yes. But she had a horrible adolescence. She describes herself as basically that she was, you know, a homely girl with a big nose. And you know how that Mm -hmm. whole thing. But um, anyway, so uh, she started taking voice lessons at the age of 12. But after four years, she realized, I can't sing opera professionally. 
She took opera lessons. Because yeah. remember, she sang in the movie that she did with um, yes, Rick. with Hugh Grant. No, uh, but she also sang in the one that she did with the Car- singer. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. No, she also, Postcards from the Edge, but she also sang in the recent one that your mom saw and you wanted to see, oh, but it was so Bobby, bad. Oh, the Bobby, Ricky Bobby. Yes, or Ricky oh, and Bobby. Oh, yeah, yes. that was a disaster. Ricky and the Flash. Ricky yes, and the Ricky and the Flash. Yeah. Um, so she, she dropped the lessons and moved on to boys cheerleading Bob Dylan and the Beatles. Well, that's and, a good choice. Yeah, and then she <laughs> start, start, appealed or appeared in some beauty Teen beauty pageants. Yeah. Yep. She said, I wanted to learn how to be appealing. This was all about appealing to boys and at the same time being accepted by the girls. As anyone knows, it's a tricky negotiation. And um, anyway, Jack Nicholson, he fell in love with her. We're going to find out more about that uh, when they filmed the movie Heartburn in 1976. Oh, do you remember that movie? Oh. And he was crazy about her and finally he was so persistent with him that she had to throw him out of her hotel room and just said no more sexual advances i'm not interested in you Mm. okay but it took him a long time to get the message and um uh she said um she practiced singing to her father's barbara streisand albums and she Mm. really considers her first acting role when she got the lead in the high school production of the music man oh (laughs) okay she only had we're talking about meryl she she only had two friends in high school and one was her cousin Oh, um, Envy, this is what the author writes, Envy would dog Meryl her entire career, resentment flowing from drama school professors who tried to break her, from film critics who wanted to see her go down, and from conventional beauties losing Oscar-worthy parts to an unlikely movie star. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, she graduated um, from Vassar College and then went to Yale School of Drama. Mm-hmm. And in three years at Yale, she performed 40 different roles, including one class that required students to improvise their own death. She also liked doing wheelchair. You know, she would do pretend to be oh, someone sure, in a wheelchair. Sure, sure. She liked being an elderly eccentric. And one of her improvised roles that she had to do, now remember when the time that it was, was um, uh, uh, because she kept being called the Ice Princess. People were like, at the drama school, you're never going to make it. You're unconventionally beautiful. You're too frosty. Mm. Yeah, interesting. And um, so, and and people, but her fellow students were jealous of her. We're going to find out in the... Come on, because she's amazing. Right, she goes away in roles. Yes, you don't she even just see disappears. her. You don't know yes. who it is. And when she, I guess we're going to find out in this book about Queen Meryl that um, when she was in New York, she did what any actor does and bartended. She was a bike messenger. Duh. <laughs> uh, she was a model. Mm-hmm. She would take any kind of. Uh, audition that she could mm-hmm. and she became a Broadway starlet when Joseph Papp who's the renowned theater yes, producer and director yeah. tapped her to play a lusty busty hot mess wearing prosthetic breasts in a Tennessee Williams play called 27 Wagons Full of Cotton <laughs> not familiar with that <laughs> not one familiar. No. it won her a Tony nomination really and that role introduced her to John Cazale, an actor's actor who played uh, Fredo, Fredo, excuse mm-hmm. me, in The Godfather, mm-hmm. and played alongside Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon. That's right. 
Remember Al Pacino was robbing the bank to get yeah. the sex change operation yeah. Yeah. for his boyfriend. And the Godfather, too. And yeah, that's what I just said, Frito. Oh, Fredo. I'm sorry. Yep, yep I'm stupid. Uh, Deer Hunter, of course, he was yep. in that with Meryl Streep, and they felt deeply in love. Yeah, she met him, and then they moved into his apartment. And every, he had got cancer, didn't he? He was diagnosed with lung cancer in yep. his mid 30s, and it spread to his bones, and he was like mm-hmm. gone. He died very be- quickly. He died before the uh, Deer Hunter even came out. I yep. think. So I guess this author is going to get. We're going to get more juice about. The Jack Nicholson, more about Dustin Hoffman. Apparently, she got uh, the mom uh, that Mary that Meryl's mother, Mary, is the one who gave her her strong confidence because from the time she was little, she would just tell it. You, can- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can do anything you want. It's going to be hard, but you can do anything you want if you want to succeed and Meryl was like I'm just an ugly kid with a big mouth and I'm not she said she was an obnoxious show off and you think about every single role you've seen her in and then how she just was in Big Little Lies the most unlikable person that you couldn't stand yet there was compelling almost an ounce of empathy for her almost she was so horrible but you kind of could get it i mean she is amazing as an actress yeah and we met her and she was so charming and so delightful to us in that room at the saint paul hotel yeah she really was Mm -hmm. and told us her mother-in-law is where she got her accent for um, and she doesn't care about her fashion she was going over to hennepin avenue to find an outfit for uh the premier prairie home companion she did, and her first feature film role for Meryl Streep came opposite who? This is her first film role. I don't know, Laura. Jeremy Irons? No, Jane Fonda in the 1977 Barbarella. Julia. <gasps> Barbarella was 60s, in which she had a small role during a flashback scene. Mm. Most of her scenes were edited out, but the brief time on screen horrified Meryl Streep. She said, I had a bad wig. They took the words from the scene I shot with Jane and put them in my mouth in a different scene. I thought I've made a terrible mistake. No more movies. I hate this business. And uh, Streep, though, went on later in other interviews to say, gave credit to Jane Fonda as the lasting influence on her as an actress, saying she probably opened more doors than I even know about for her. Wow. So, and of course, her breakthrough, Deer Hunter and Kramer. Kramer, mm-hmm. they kind of came back to back. And then she had Sophie's Choice, and then she had yeah, all these French Lieutenant yep. Woman. Yeah. So that was the movie, you know, and she got nominated for Supporting Actress and all of that. And she hoped to distract herself with the, uh, when her guy, John Cazale, died, and she was so heartbroken. She accepted a role in The Seduction of Joe Tynan as the chirpy love interest of Alan Alda. And later she commented that that whole part for her, she was just an automatic pilot. 
Oh, okay. You know, that she wasn't... And she good. wasn't likable in Kramer versus Kramer. No, she's a very unhappily married woman, married woman who abandons who her, her husband and her child. child. Yes, yes. And um, anyway, they did revise the script and make her a little bit nicer. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we'll find out more about Queen Meryl and Sammy, some of the juicier stuff in September. Uh- Oh, there's bad guy, Billie Eilish, and Justin Bieber is a little bit on there, replacing Old Town Road for number one, but it's not going to have that kind of a long No. No. No, it won't at all. Okay, Okay, Jamie Foxx is speaking up. Oh! Oh, Okay. He insists he is not dating Selavave, who's 21, after shock Katie Holmes split as the budding singer, Selavave, says, I am no whore and no homewrecker. He said, there's no romance. He said, there's no scandal. And she tried to clear the air with a caption that stated she's not a hoe, gold digger, or homewrecker. Because maybe people were tweeting gold digger stuff. Oh, I, <laughs> well, I just thought it and didn't tweet it like but us. But she did tweet it with a lovely bikini photo of her. Oh, so she was getting it's lots more does. followers and stuff. But uh, anyway, he did a long, yeah. rambling video at his L.A. home. Wow. He says, I let Ed Sheeran sleep on my couch. Well, what does that Nick have to Cannon do with Cannon lived at my house when he was what? 13. So? What does this have to do with Katie Holmes? <laughs> Nothing. He said, I do, I help young artists. He was using it oh, as an example. Oh, well, those see. were two men. He said, it's a double standard in Hollywood. He didn't get attacked for helping men, but now he's getting attacked for helping a woman out. There's no scandal. He said, I escorted her to her car, and that's all it was. He seemed very irritated uh, in this video, and uh, and uh, you know she's four years younger than his daughter. daughter. Yeah, so I mean maybe that is the deal. He did a very long, um, you know, thing, and he doesn't seem to have a thing for you. He's never dated. No, I know yet. he never has, but I Ames, still. Uh, Katie Holmes is like the youngest person he's dated. She's eleven years younger. Yeah, so he doesn't have a history of it. He's a history of dating women his own right. age. So we'll the, give him the benefit. At it's the same out of time, character though. for him. And it could be that they were, you know, that they're working together and he shows her and blah, blah, blah. And on top of all of that, um, you know, Katie knows that he's, you know, he doesn't want to say that they're in a relationship. And, you know, maybe it kind of all got old for her. It, well, I would say that, yeah. too. And I do think that. You know, she lives in New York. He lives in L.A. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a relationship that was there, but no one could talk about it being there. And I would hate to be in a relationship Ugh. with someone that you have to hide. I agree. I mean, that's just like whatever. I, I, listen. Yeah. Um, I just have to say something. I was driving around the good old Twin Cities today at a little stop. Mm-hmm. Look next to me to the left. The person is just texting away. Uh. Then I'm on the freeway on 494 in the inside lane, driving to Dr. Crutchfield's. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the girls today. They were really cool. Um, and uh, the car in front of me is going slow. Then it speeds up and goes fast. And then it starts swerving. And then it's doing something else. And I'm like, I've got to get out of this lane. Because I'm like, is that person drunk in front of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I pull over and I pull up. And I, I try not to look at the people. This person is you, texting. Why don't you honk your horn and wag your finger? Do something because like that. Because they could have a gun. Yes, okay, I, there you that's go. exactly right. what I did, exactly. Julia. I don't want to die. 
say, say nothing, you know. But I just, it's just he was so. Texting. She or she was texting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a he was who a he. was texting yeah. with a family in the car in oh. the inside freeway lane, and oh, I'm like, boy. come on, people. But I just want to share because it just came out now. Yeah. Um, the Star Tribune reported that the first week of the hands-free law in the state of Minnesota. From um, August 1st through August 7th, they issued 678 Minnesota citations. The first one is just $50. Right. And then it goes up to like 278 That's and, probably like only 1% of the Well, the and actions no, of right those right 678, 40% of those originated from Hennepin County, which makes sense from population yes. standpoint, yes. doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. But I just want people yeah. to know... We're on to you. Yeah. We're not going to look at you because we don't want to die. Yeah. Um. But it is, it, you can just feel it on the road. And I'm like, who's drinking that early? It's nine yeah. o'clock a.m. Uh, you right. know, and I just, it, you're going to, you need to just look up. It scares me a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, this is why like a lot of, you know, like for motorcyclists or even <gasps> oh. bicyclists or anything like that, it, all it takes is. You know, again, if you're texting, that's like driving for seven seconds with your eyes closed, Closed, driving down a street. Would you close your eyes for seven Mm -hmm. seconds and drive? No. No, not even for a second. So it's it's all those those people, too, as well as people in crosswalks and other cars. And the people who are It will save lives. I know it will. It just must be people are not... Either they don't know or they just think they can oh, go ahead take and a, do take it. Take a chance. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it's really obvious. Yeah. And yeah. and I guess, and I see people walking and just looking straight down at their phone near mm-hmm. busy roads and stuff. Oh, I'm going like, across you're going to die too. Yeah. So yeah. everybody, just look up. Look it's up. the state fair. We've got stars in the sky. We'll look see you all at the fairgrounds tomorrow. We're up. super excited. We're yes. going off to day camp Yo. for the next 12 days. Yay. <laughs> Cheers. We'll be back. Job done. Off you go.